What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to VCast, where church and culture come together. As always, if you haven't already liked or subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Give us a like, follow us, and uh, everything you do helps us to continue to reach people with the Word of God. So we love you guys. I hope you enjoy this podcast today. God bless you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to VCast. I'm your host, Jacob, and today I'm here with Pastor Jeremiah. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, no problem. You're always one of the... Every time I'm we're starting like a new series, I'm always thinking about you. I always want to grab you. Um, <laughs> but you know, we, we have we have a good chemistry off the mics, right? Yeah. We, so you're kind of about the yeah, word you're kind of someone that I have to grab, you know, because <laughs> it always recording with you is pretty easy because I kind of we kind of, you know, get each other's. What is it like vibe? Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It, it's good times, bro. It's yeah. good times. It's yeah. good times. But um, we're starting a new series now, and this is going to be the first episode of this series. It's better together. Um, yep. This is the series for the month. It's also for the whole year. Yeah, really excited but, um, for that. We we wanted to focus on better together because we this year I think we just want to stress the importance of community yep. and being together. So we've chosen to focus on the book of Acts for this first month. Um, because Acts displays the coming together of believers perfectly. Yeah. Um, so for this first episode, it's where it's called Commission Together. We're going to be on Acts chapter one, verses six through 11. Yeah. Um, so if you have a Bible with you, um, you can either pause and read ahead um, so that you know what we're talking about, because we're not going to say the entire verse this episode. We're just going to be breaking it down um, so you can read it catch up with us and then see what we're talking about today. But let's get into it, man. Um, so in Acts chapter one, verses six through 11, um, this is Jesus's ascension, right? Yeah. Um, and we see that when Jesus is ascending, the disciples, uh, because he appeared to the uh, the apostles and um, they ask him a question. They, they ask him about the kingdom of Israel, because yeah. remember that the Jews always had this in mind that when the Messiah was coming, he would restore Israel. Right. Right. Um, we see that in Jesus's conversation with uh, um, like Nicodemus. What does he say? He says, I have not come to condemn the world. Right. Because they thought he was going to come condemn the condemn the Romans. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have not come to condemn the world, but um, in order that the world might be saved through me. So he did not come to restore Israel yet. Right. But that's what they ask him. They say, will you restore the kingdom of Israel at this time? What was Jesus's response to that? Well, you know, I first got to say that as human beings, you know, we love to be in control. You know, like when when we don't, when we are uncertain of things, that kind of like gets us anxious, you know. Um, So Jesus answered that, you know, it was not for them to know what the Father has fixed. We, We know that God plans to restore Israel, but what matters now is not the kingdom that is to come, but the kingdom that is already here, you know. Back to what I was saying in the beginning, Matthew 6.34 just says it right there. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Just worry about right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's uncertain. You know, I know you don't got it planned out, but worry about right now. What's in front of you right now? Exactly. And I think that's something that all people can kind of find themselves doing. Yeah. It's hard not to worry about tomorrow. Absolutely. Being an Israelite, it's hard not to worry about the kingdom of Israel. Yeah. But um, the, the disciples were, were so focused on the future promises of God that they were neglecting the promise that was being fulfilled right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Right. As a community of believers, our focus shouldn't be only on what is to come. 
Anything that God promises will come to pass as he said it. There, There's assurance in that, right? Yeah. That what God promises and the way that he says it, everything that he says it will come to pass yeah. as he said it would. I mean, it's impossible for him to lie. Exactly. So, so that, by, that by itself is enough for me. Exactly. So, so our focus should be on properly handling mm-hmm. what the Lord has given us to do right now. And that goes into the present mission that they were given. Mm. In this verse... Um, he talks about their mission, That's good. right? After Jesus tells them all that they need to know about restoring the kingdom of Israel, which is really nothing at all. Yeah. Um, he then tells them that they will receive power from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we've heard of this before, right? In mm-hmm. the Gospels, Jesus says that after me, there will be a helper, yeah. right? Um, and right now, this is the helper that he's speaking of. It's the Holy Spirit. But why were they receiving the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I mean, even the prophet Joel prophesied it, right? In the last days. Um, that he will pour out his spirit. So, you know, and when I think about that, you know, why they were receiving the Holy Spirit, it kind of shows you um, what, like sort of the authority they received, right? So that they would be empowered to do their mission given by by, by Christ. So Acts 1a says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Right, the the mission given to them by Christ was to witness and spread His message, which requ- required them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, they can't do this on their own. They cannot uh, rely on their abilities or their gifts or what or their knowledge. They needed to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why they all gathered together because they must complete their mission together. Exactly. This isn't a mission required by individuals. It's impossible for an individual to do this on their own. Right. It's even why Jesus had disciples. Right. 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 Um, and we know that Jesus being God, being perfect, being amazing. Yeah. Was limited in his physical body. Yeah. So he needed followers that right. he could give this mission to so that they could spread out. Um, this is not solely the mission and this is in modern terms this is not solely the mission of the pastor or the worship leaders right this mission requires the whole body of christ right um and i think that you know as experience being you know um a pastor and a and a worship leader you understand the the how taxing it can be to do stuff on your own oh yeah when the body of christ is not responding when the congregation isn't responding it can be tough for you yeah because then you start to question you know what is it that i'm doing so This mission is for the whole body, right. for all of us, those in the pews and those on the altar, yeah. for all of us. He gave this mission to all his disciples, not just to one, because all of them were responsible individually yeah. for making sure they play their role in the body. Yeah, right. that's really good. I love that. I mean, I mean, when, when you're on your own, you have your own agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your own plans. And and I, I think that we, we need to put these things aside and really focus on what the spirit wants us to do exactly. because he has the ultimate will the ultimate you know plan and his ways are higher and his way and, and his thoughts and everything that he wants to come to pass are better than what we want to come to pass exactly so it's beautiful yeah man i love that and this next part we at the beginning we talked about them being focused on the future yeah um, and not being focused on the present. But there's also something else that they were focused on by the end of this. They were stuck in the past. Yeah. Right? As they were informed of their present mission, Jesus then ascends into heaven. Yeah. Right? Um, on the clouds. You ever watch Dragon Ball Z, yeah. man? You know the, the, the Nimbus <laughs> cloud that he always flies around on? Yeah. That's what I think of when, when it says imagine. Jesus. 
Yo. is just floating on the clouds back up into heaven. How but beautiful that would have looked, man. Exactly. But they were just standing there watching this yeah. as he just disappears into the clouds. <laughs> Why were they just standing there? It seems weird to just sit there and just like... At that point, he's probably gone. Like, you can't even see him, but they're yeah. still like... Just, looking up, just watching. He's probably not even there, and they're just yeah. watching. So why? Perplexed, why stand there? man. Perplexed. I, I think you know. They're, they're, um, one, I would, I would just say amazed, right? You're seeing a, a, a person fly, <laughs> you know. Like think about it. You're, you're outside. You see someone say, you know, he, he's been claiming to be the son of God. You know, he dies and he resurrects on the third day, and now he's flying, bro. That's ultimate superhero, if you ask me. But I would say, you know. Most likely because, you know, they were nervous. You know, they had spent three to four years with Jesus, bro. Three to four years. And, and who was God in the flesh. And we see in 1 Timothy 3.16. Learning from him and having his guidance. So to watch him leave must have been very, very difficult for them. They were probably looking up, watching him leave. and be, Bro, say psych right now. Like, come back, bro. <laughs> like, don't yeah. play with me right now. Don't tell me that you're leaving, right? It must have been so hard for them. Because like you just said, this is three to four years with him. Yeah. And everything that they needed was supplied, what was given to them, provided by Jesus. By Jesus. Right? Yeah. When they were all hungry. And what does he do? He feeds like the, the 5,000. Yeah. And then they all have food left over. Yeah. And they're like, here you go. Like, yeah. he just provided for them. Healing. Peter's uh, mother-in-law was sick. Jesus comes in and he heals her. Crazy there was fever, so man. much stuff going on with Jesus right. that they thought, this is perfect. I have literally the best person in the world. He literally does everything. He does miracles. Yeah. Every, he does everything it all. Everything at your disposal, bro. He does it all. Right there. And now he's gone. Wow. So as Jesus ascends into heaven, the two angels who are there ask the disciples why they are still watching. Yeah. Why did the angels tell the disciples to stop watching? Why not marvel at this? Why not stand yeah. here and just bask in what you've just seen? You know, when I think about that question, you know, it just the only thing that comes to mind is how important the mission was. You know, I, I just like to think the mission that they were given was an urgent one. The longer they stood there, the less time they would have to complete their mission. You know, and the same is true with us. If you really think about it, we have been given a, a beautiful, powerful mission. And the same mission that was given to the apostles, the spreading of the gospel. So we have been renewed and gifted with the Holy Spirit. And we should take care to spread the gospel and the Holy Spirit to others, together to the ends of the earth. You know, we have no time right now to be spending, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the small amounts of time that we have on Netflix, you know, uh, just spending, wasting. I would like to say wasting our time, you know, arguing, you know, wasting our time, you know, uh, um, doing things that are con that contradict the very glory of God, but rather do what's at hand, do the work of God, do the will of God, but don't do it by yourself. You know, yeah, it's, it's cool to go on ministry and mission trips by yourself, but how better is it together? How better is it to grab a partner, grab a friend, you know, grab someone that you can trust and just do it together. It, it, it's, it just takes me to the, to the, to the, um, one of the epistles that, that Paul talks about how to enjoy the time, you know, uh, the time that it's at hand right now because the days are dark, you know, and it's it's really, it's scary out there. So we can't waste our time being angry at one another, being bitter with one another, but rather love on each other, singing songs. You know, that's literally, that, that's how we see Paul says, singing songs together, congregating, fellowshipping. It's important to do that. 
guys for tuning into our podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. If you did, don't forget to give us a like, a follow, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast with as many people as you know so we can get the word of God out to everyone everywhere. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys on the next episode.